Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. With Super Bowl champion Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker, and as we do every Friday Eve, a.k.a. Thursday, we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to talk to our friend John Kelly, the TV voice of the Blues on Bally Sports. J.K., good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Everything's good. A, a long day in San Jose leading up to a 9.30 St. Louis time start, and two teams that are kind of in the same boat, aren't they, John? Yeah, it's really, um, in a way, it's hard to believe, Randy. They met in the Western Final four years ago and, of course, also met in the Western Conference Final back in 2016. And, you know, things have really changed, especially for the Blues in the last month or so. And, you know, Randy, looking at the rosters, there are only 11 players total that are still on both the Blues and Sharks that played in the final in 2019 in the Western Final. Six on the Blues and five on the Sharks. And that was four years ago. <laughs> so it's really changed a lot. It's crazy. Hey, John, the Blues are 0 for 22 uh, in their last six games since the O'Reilly trade. Is it as simple as the loss of O'Reilly, or is it something more than that? Well, yeah, it's more than that. I mean, they also, don't forget, lost Tarasenko, right, who played a lot of the power plays for the Blues or, you know, all of the power plays on, on the number one power play unit. Um, but, you know, having said that, they still have a lot of good players. And, you know, unfortunately, Cairo is now in a season-long um, goal drought, hasn't scored in, in, in a few games. And, and, you know, Robert Thomas, I think, had a better game the last game at a shorthanded goal. But, you know, the biggest thing is, obviously, when your top players are struggling, it's going to affect the power play. So, to me, when that happens, you need to simplify it and try to put more pucks on the net and go to the net and, and maybe not, you know, pass as much, quite quite simply. So, I think that's the biggest thing is is they, they have good puck movement and they have good players out there. But maybe when you know lose some top players and you are struggling, it's time to simplify things. And John, it's really amazing because we are such a statistically driven sports fan society. But it is a shame that people don't realize, I wouldn't think, how good Jordan Bennington has been because he really has been unbelievable this year. Yeah, I think that except for maybe a, a couple of weeks, um, you know, I'm not sure if it was November or December he, when he was off as a game a bit. He, he has been fantastic. And, you know, especially in those last couple of games, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, he faces 21 shots in the first period. And, you know, the Blues go to overtime. And, 
Um, the last game he played well uh, last week against Vancouver. So I think overall he has been fantastic. He has the most starts in the National Hockey League this year, so he's been a workhorse goaltender. And I think that it's been, I would call it, um, a bounce-back year for Jordan Bennington because last year he certainly struggled, especially um, for long periods in the middle of the season. Now, I know he found his game at the end and you know played well down the stretch and then came came into the playoff series, I think, game four against Minnesota and was fantastic before he got hurt. Uh, but I would call this um, a really great bounce-back year for Jordan Bennington. Hey, John, when I was looking up the stats the other day, they have three Blues who are uh, 741, 742, 743, and, and 743 hockey players this season in plus-minus. They are the bottom three. Uh, that's Krug, Shen, and Kairou. Do you take much – what are your thoughts about that, and does that mean anything to you in, in terms of the plus-minus, or is it just they're not playing well, ho- good hockey right now? Well, I think it certainly reflects on the team. And last year, the Blues were 11th best in goals against average. And this year, I think they are 28th or so. So whenever you're, you know, that low on the totem pole as far as goals against, somebody's on the ice for a lot of goals. And obviously, it usually impacts the top players. So, you know, I do think that fans have to understand that plus minus is a bit misleading because the the top players play against the other team's top players and, you know, the bottom, you know, six players, the forwards or whatever, uh, they're not on the ice um, as much against top players. And the same with the, the top beat pairings. You know, a guy like Callie Rosen is a great example. He, he's the Blues plus-minus leader. And no offense to Callie, but you wouldn't say he's their best defenseman. But he's their plus-minus leader. So that's an example of where it can be misleading. Now, having said that, a player like Pareko certainly has not had as good a year as, as the Blues expected. And, you know, I think he's had a lot of good games. And, and you know, I think some fans are, are too hard on him. But he, he has not had a, a great season. And the plus-minus reflects that. So, uh, again, you, you have to put some stock in it, but it can be misleading. John, what do you think it is with Pareko? Is it just a matter of consistency? Like you say, he's, he's had good games, he's had bad games. Is it just a matter of him putting things back together? Because we have obviously seen it from him before. Well, you know, he was a great shutdown defenseman in the 19 playoffs, Randy with Jay Bowmeister. They were a fantastic pair. Um, you know, I think he's healthy. I know that a couple of years ago, you know, going into the bubble that he had COVID, and then the year after that, his back really bothered him. Um, the year the Blues got swept by Colorado, that was two years ago. Um, but as far as I'm, you know, aware, he is healthy. You know, in watching him play, Randy, the biggest thing to me – with Colton, really two things stand out. At times, he, he's too lackadaisical and isn't intense enough. And I mean, you know, in front of his own goal, you know, checking the other player and, you know, checking the other player's stick and, and you know, taking the body. And, you know, I think fans want him to run over players and be nasty and mean like Chris Pronger. That's not in his DNA. But that doesn't mean he can't be harder on players in his defend, defensive zone. And I think the other thing in watching him play – you know, when he has the puck, he seems to be more hesitant at times than he has been in the past. In other words, not making the first play hard. And sometimes he hangs on the pucks too long and gets himself in trouble. So I think those are the two areas that I see that that I think he has seen, you know, his game slip in, in the last season or so. Hey, John, uh, can you talk about Kasperi Kapanen? He showed some flashes uh, the other night. What can we expect from him? Well, I thought he played well. He played 19 minutes in, in change and had four shots on goal. And, 
was only playing about 12 minutes a night in Pittsburgh. So, and also was a healthy scratch for a lot of games in the last month or so. So to come into a new team and I thought he meshed well with Robert Thomas and, and they had some chances and he himself, you know, really should have had a couple of goals. I, I, his best play was that spinorama chance he had. I think it was in the third period. So I thought, you know, the first, you know, um, opinion of him is that he played well and, and he came as advertised. He, he's, a, he's a guy that can skate well and has good skill, and I thought he did skate well and had some good chances. So I think it was a good first impression from Kapanen. And, John, let's talk about some of the guys the Blues have traded. Uh, a vintage goal from Tarasenko last night for the Rangers in overtime made a great move on Ristolainen to score the winner for the Rangers. Yeah, I was watching the game while we were having dinner. I also had a couple of assists, so he had a three-point night and was the, the, you know, the best player on the ice. I think now he has scored three goals with the Rangers. Um, also watched Ivan Barbashev for the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, he's playing with Jack Eichel and Jonathan Marcheseau and has has really played well in the couple of games. They did win last night after getting shut out um, by Colorado a couple nights ago. But, you know, good for him. And, and obviously, I didn't see O'Reilly's game last night. They lost in Edmonton. Um, but obviously, he had a hat trick last week. So, yeah, these former Blues, uh, we knew they were good players, Randy and Kerry, and obviously they're they're all off to good starts with their teams. And Ryan O'Reilly, 72% in the faceoff dot already for Toronto. He says, hey, I know if I get thrown out, I can be more aggressive because Tavares is coming in, and he's just been dominant in the faceoff dot for Toronto, and we've seen that before. Yeah, we've seen it before. He, he really wasn't quite as good in the first half of this season. Randy, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but... I think when he left, he was around 53 4% with the Blues. Um, but obviously, his numbers are much better. Um, he's always been a great face-off man, so it doesn't surprise me. He's off to such a good start, although I don't think those numbers are really attainable over the long term. But we'll see, Randy. We'll see. J.K., we'll be tuned in tonight. Thanks so much for the time. We always like talking to you. By the way, are you going to get out and spend some time outdoors in San Jose? Uh, well, we have the game today, obviously, and morning skate coming up, and then we go to Santa or L.A. tonight and have an off day tomorrow. So we'll enjoy some sunshine tomorrow in Southern California. Sounds great. Thank you, John. Okay, thank you. See you later. That's our friend, the voice of the St. Louis Blues on Ballet Sports and a uh, Parkway Hall of Famer, John Kelly, on oh, 101 ESPN. Two guys.